Welcome to another episode of Z-List Radio. This is Ro Hurley, and with me is Chris Otto. Good evening, Chris. Evening. How are you? A grand. Cool. Um, so, a lot of people have been downloading our show. We're doing really good. Um, I'd say we're getting close to maybe a thousand downloads a day. Normally, I wouldn't give out our numbers, but they're just like, to me, that's pretty good. So... <laughs> For a new show. We're just starting out, so we're doing really good. That's uh... Yeah, and on Podcast Alley, um, out of 59,396 overall podcasts, we're number 35. That's overall. Now, if you want to limit it to comedy podcasts, out of 3,647 3, comedy podcasts, we're number 10. So we're kicking some ass. Taking some and names. tonight we're taking some names, yeah. Definitely. Um, we have um, a new forum. Uh, go to zlist.com, zzzlist.com, and click on forums and sign up. You can talk to us. Um, we're also taking numbers on WordPress blogs. Um, doing pretty good there, getting a shitload of hits. Um, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Now, this week should be interesting. I think we're going to have a pretty short show. I just had knee surgery. And so I'm a little bit out of it. I'm a little bit doped up on painkillers. I'm in a lot of pain. I have headaches. My knee fucking hurts. And I'm nauseous. So don't expect too much from me on this That's show. That's hot. You like that? Does that turn yeah. you on? Yeah. So, um, so Otto, you had an interesting week, didn't you? Otto? Yes, Chris. Chris yeah. Otto? That's yeah. your name, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. Uh, my girlfriend called me. Um, yeah, I had a great week. Uh, I got arrested for uh, driving while, I'm sorry, walking while unintoxicated. Now, isn't it against, isn't it against your, didn't you get a court order not to drink? Why do you have to bring that up? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. So no, you were, no. So you were walking while intoxicated? Yeah. And you got arrested. Yeah. How did this transpire? Okay. Basically, I went to my... See, okay. To preface this, I had a DUI. And, uh... Now, this was last year. This was a year ago, right? Um, yeah. It's almost been a year. Yeah. So and, good. uh... Basically, from... The first charge, this is my second DUI, so it's not my first runaround, but uh, basically I was, uh, I got two DUIs, second time judge decides to write on the piece of paper, in addition to my probation, which was un- unreporting probation, so I don't have to see a PO or piss in a cup or anything like that, but the judge writes, can't drink alcohol or can't have alcohol or touch alcohol or, you know, so. Okay, so to start from the beginning, so, and, and correct, jump in if I'm wrong then, Chris. So you ha- you originally had a DUI like a few years back, right? Yes. And then last year you had another DUI, and and the result of this DUI was that you did like four months in Tent City, Arizona, yeah. with with. Sheriff Joe Arpaio 
wearing pink underwear. And and you also got um, your license revoked until September, correct? You, and you have a stipulation in your in your ruling that you cannot drink alcohol. For- yes, Your Honor. <laughs> So how well, long how long can you not drink alcohol for? I don't even know. Oh, okay. But but so anyway, so so in lieu of it, probation, not not drink alcohol. I can't touch it. Oh, okay. I mean, it, so if you can drink it without touching it, you're cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, I can't possess it. I can't look at it. I can't have anything to do with alcohol. Period. Okay. So you can't be around alcohol. You can't be in bars. So. No. Okay, so so you can't drive, so you have to kind of no, walk. No, I can drive. I can drive very well. No, what I'm saying, though, is, is legally you can't drive. Oh, no, no. My so, license is revoked. No. Yeah, your, your license is revoked, and you, won't have one, you don't have an opportunity to drive legally until September. So right. So you're basically kind of stuck walking or, or getting a ride from people wherever you need to go, right? So, so how did your how did your day start out? Like, so, so when was this that you got arrested? You got arrested on Thursday? No, you got arrested on Friday, correct? Um, yeah. Okay. No. No. Friday. Friday. Okay. So, how did your day start? Um. Okay. Let's 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 back I'm, up. I'll let's, just I'll lay it down. Let's go I'm, all to the beginning. Okay, Thursday. I was uh. At my parents' house, and my dad had a heart attack. Okay. A pretty severe one. And, uh, fuck with my head, put me in relapse mode. Basically, relapse mode means, uh. It means you have something trigger you to, to want to crave getting drunk or high or whatever, right? Right. Or in my, in my case, it gives me excuse to drink, you know? Right. Okay. It, that's all I need, just six use, you know. Right, right. Um, unfortunately, my my body, after, because we've talked about this, but uh, my body can't tolerate alcohol anymore. I fucked my shit up, so I can drink the smallest amount of alcohol, two drinks, and it really fucks up my system. So I had to my alcohol class on Friday and I went there and from what I remember everything was fine I paid my money I knew that from the receipt and then the guy running the class really good guy named Paul he said uh get the fuck out of here get get out of here now wait like, wait wait so are you saying that you went to class drunk um yes under the influence of alcohol you drank before class right Yes. And you you went into class, and the guy could tell somehow that you were either intoxicated or smelled like alcohol. Yeah. I paid the bill, and my guess is the fucking whorebag, bitch, slut, cunt that uh, takes the money made some kind of gesture to him. Like, he's drunk, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, he was just like, hey, man, get out of here. Really cool guy. He's like, hey, man, get out of here. So I was like, all right. So I took off, and I walked down the street. And uh, I was walking out, walking on the street, and three police cars rolled up on me. Did someone call the police on you? No. Oh. Um, 
evidently, I guess, I was kind of stumbling in traffic. Uh-huh. That's what they told me. I know for a fact that he didn't call the cops on me because I talked to him. Right. Um, they told me somebody, some, they, they told me multiple people called the police on me saying I was walking on the street and falling in the street and all this other shit, which is bullshit. But basically, I live in Scottsdale and I was walking in front of the fucking Fashion Square Mall and I was intoxicated, so I was stumbling a little bit. And I saw a cop car pop past me. And I was like, oh shit. And uh, he turned back around, drove by me again. I'm like, oh shit. And then he drove by me again. And then I kind of stutter stepped, you know, kind of made a false move. Uh-huh. And he just lit lit up his lights, drove the car like almost into my fucking. He almost hit me. <laughs> and then called for backup. Because I'm, um, you know, 6'9", and he was like 2'5". And... <laughs> Why are cops so short? That's like so funny. I don't know. I I think being a cop, one of the prerequisites is that you have to be locked in your locker <laughs> when you're a kid. So Yeah, that you get your ass kicked a lot, so you want yeah. to you wanna, you wanna give it back to society, what they've given to you all your life. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing of all that power and control you didn't get in high school or junior high or yeah, you have grade school. Yep. You can tell that person, you know, I bet the biggest, the biggest, biggest, you know, just the best thing that a fucking cop can do is walk up on somebody that fuck with them in high school and fuck with them, you know? Right, right. Like, hey, man, hey, you're John Jones, aren't you? Yeah. Remember <laughs> when you locked me in your fucking locker? <laughs> that was pretty funny. Guess what? Here's some cocaine in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's not yours, but uh, I keep it here just, just, just on the off chance because I heard you were around here, and uh, it's yours now. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, being a cop, I mean, no, trust me. I mean, police officers are our first responders. They're the backbone, backbone of our society. They're incredibly. They protect. They serve. They. They really are important people. They 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 save lives. They deal with shit that just. I mean, if you watch cops and see the shit they deal with, you know, going to these houses that are just full of shit, trying to talk the husband and not beating up the wife and trying to be right and trying to deal with people's lies and stuff. Right, like all this. Everyone's lying to you. Everyone has a fucking story. Yeah, so, not that, but I'm just saying. They just do so much for right. the people. But when you're a Scottsdale police officer, like if, if we're – what city do you live in? I'm in uh, the Dallas area. Yeah, Dallas. Uh, that's a bad example. But regardless, Dallas Metro, they probably have, you know, 150 cars patrolling the entire Dallas Metro area. Mm-hmm. They probably have the exact same amount of cars patrolling the Scottsdale area. The only problem is Scottsdale is like three miles wide. Right, and it's all rich people, so yeah. So there's not much crime. So in Dallas, there's no. a lot of crime. Yeah. So so anyway, so these cop cars come up on you, or one of them does, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 what did they do? What did he do? He he stops and he says, 
What? Uh, best of my knowledge. Um, cause my memory was a little fucked up. Cause uh-huh. I was fucked up. Um, he started talking to me, and he was just like, "Have you been drinking?" And I was like, "I'm gonna try a whole new approach this time." Cause I I I think I told you about the time they asked me if I've been drinking. I told you, or I told him. Are you taking a survey, you know? <laughs> Smartass. So, yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to be fucking so honest to this fucking cop. He's going to let me go because of my honesty. And uh didn't work out that way. So uh he's like, have you been drinking? Yes, sir. Um, are you intoxicated? No, sir. Okay. Um, sit there. Have me sit down. All of a sudden, two other cop cars pull up. And, you know, they're searching me, all kinds of stuff. And I was just like, they're asking me questions, and I'm answering them. And then they're like, are you on probation? And I was like, I could answer the question one of two ways. First way, I should have answered it was, uh, yes, you're, yes, sir, I am on probation. But the only way I can get in trouble is if I violate that probation by, you know, being publicly intoxicated, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Instead, I decided to be really honest and said, yes, I am on probation. Not only that, if I have any alcohol in my system, I will be violated for that. So he heard that and his eyes lit up. And I realized I just said something I shouldn't have fucking said. And a condition of my probation written in handwriting by my judge was that I'm on unsupervised probation. They can't fuck with me unless I get in trouble for some alcohol related. So they gave me a breathalyzer test. I blew like a point zero three, which is like two drinks, you know. And, uh, they're on the phone with all these people and they finally decide yeah it's part of his uh, probation that says he can't have any kind of alcohol in his system whatsoever and uh, which I told them I was nice enough to tell them about that make them look that up if I, if I was just like you know remain silent <laughs> this wouldn't have happened but, uh, yeah, I told him that thinking that being honest to the police would help me out. And, in fact, it didn't in this case. And uh, they were able to dig up the fact that, yeah, I can't have any alcohol in my system. And they didn't charge me with public intoxication or anything else. They charged me with uh, violating, uh, the exact term was uh, violating uh court order pretty much so you didn't get any alcohol charge no no i wasn't charged with possession of alcohol i'm charged with being under the influence of alcohol i was charged with uh, public intoxication i was charged with strictly uh violation of a court order i see so so they took you in so they arrested you right there yeah wait now did they they cuffed you Yes, and that that's kind of funny too, because like 
I was so cool. I was just kissing their fucking ass, you know, because I just got out of jail, you know, mm-hmm. not not that many months ago. So I'm like, I'll just stay on this. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Honest everything. And I just sucked their fucking cock, you know, mm-hmm. and I put my hands behind my, like I heard them talking. I, I'm listening. And I hear, yep, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Violation of probation, blah, blah, blah. Take him in. I put my hands behind my back, right? Mm-hmm. And the cop comes over, and they had like one guy that was like the good cop, and he mm-hmm. was like, he was talking to me. Oh, that sucks, man. Oh, your dad had a heart attack yesterday. Oh, this sucks. Don't worry, we'll take care of this, man. This sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they had the other two cops that were like actually doing the work, you know. Right. And they come over to cuff me. And I heard him say, blah, 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 take him into custody. And I, I just put my hand on my head. And I was just like, fuck. Like, I know I'm getting arrested. I, and I put my hands behind my back. Uh, straight out, flat, palm to palm. And uh cop puts the cuff around one hand. And then he's like, hey, hey, buddy. Why don't you relax, buddy? <laughs> you know? I'm like... I'm like, sir? He's like, what? I'm like, I've done nothing but be honest with you. I've done nothing but be relaxed with you. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. And he was like, if you don't relax, we're going to have problems. I'm like, what are you saying, sir? Because I always say sir to cops. Like, uh-huh. And he was like, if you don't, if you don't relax your hands, we're going to have a problem. And I said, sir, I'm holding my hands flat back behind me so you can cuff me. What problems are we going to have? And this is where I kind of got into the red area. Uh-huh. So I was like, I was just, this is when I, I realized you're getting arrested. So at this point, I was like, fuck it. I was just like, what more do you want me to do? You know, uh-huh. I have my hands behind my fucking back. So I said, I was like, I have my hands flat behind my back so you can cuff me I'm there I'm not exerting any strength in him what the fuck are you talking about it's like oh the f word really good use the f word use the f word <laughs> that's going to help you out a lot right now I'm like sir if I use the f word or not is it going to help me out no <laughs> you know I could say fuck from now till you get me to jail it's not going to hurt me or help me you know <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay. I got a wiseacre." That was his exact word. I got a wiseacre. He's a wiseacre. How old was yeah. this guy? Like eighty? Uh, yeah. He, no, but he was an old. Yeah, he was an old cop. I mean, now, who says wiseacre? Seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he was definitely an older cop. Uh-huh. Fucking asshole. And I was just like, I was just like, all right, man, cuff me. And he had one cuff already on me, and he went to go put the other cuff cuff on me, and I, you know with my hand away <laughs> and uh actually maybe I shouldn't talk about this till I go to court but basically I fuck with him um with the other handcuff and uh drove him crazy so you whipped your hand away while he was trying to cuff you um you're lucky he didn't fucking taser you man uh, uh, and then I have a case against him I didn't whip my hand away I just moved it uh huh and I and 
Okay, you don't want to talk about this part, obviously. No, so, no. Okay, so then, so then they get you. So then they get you handcuffed. They put right. you in the back of the car, which must have been a task because you're six foot nine, and and I would imagine there's not a whole lot of room in the back of a cop car. I've never been in one, so. No, they sit me sideways. Oh, really? They sit you sideways so your legs can fit. Yeah, my legs are behind the passenger seat, and my or my legs are behind the driver's seat. My back is behind the front seat. Oh, okay, so so then they they obviously would take you straight to the station because they can't really round up any more people with you in the back right. because you're so big. So you didn't have to drive around all day. That's a good thing, right? From what I remember. <laughs> okay, so so then you get to the station mm-hmm. and they they book you. Yes. And at what point did you sober up? Like, at what point did you think, oh fuck, I'm in overnight? You know. I'm still waiting for that. Okay, so so you get booked, mm-hmm. and and how how did that go? Anything happen exciting while you were being booked? No, oh, I mean, they put me first. They put me in a cell with no toilet or running water. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they put you in a drunk tank. No. Oh. They put me in a holding cell for people that are usually. If you're in that cell, you're tied up. Like it's it's a cell for Those the people, people who are a risk to themselves or whatever. Right? Yeah. If I came in there spitting in your face, and I was did, a cop. So did they think you were at some type of risk? I have no idea. Okay. It was. I think it was a fuck up on their part. They put me in that cell and they forgot about me for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And there was no running water, so and no toilet, nothing. It was were just you still cuffed, or you were you were uncuffed no, at this point? No, I was, I was uncuffed. They all my clothes except my shorts and my uh, shirt. But at that point, no, I was not cuffed. Okay. And I, and I was just in this cell with no water, so I was just like, and I passed out, you know? How long were you in there? I don't know. The total time I was in there was 24 hours. But, I mean, in that one cell, how long were you in there? Like 20. 20 hours? Yeah, with no running water or no... Yeah, I shit my pants. Oh, man. Well, I didn't think I shit my pants. I thought I was farting. Oh, God. What? <laughs> That's pretty gross. Oh. So, so what, so you, at what point did you realize you shit yourself? Um, when I farted and it came out. Oh, uh, my and God. And then I took, I immediately, I mean, like crime, like uh, actual crime scene, I ripped my shorts off and then I took off my underwear and it was just a couple little errant turts and I just threw my underwear under the bed and did they know that you did this or I'm not sure it's a crime but if I mean it was almost like something like I wanted to hold in the window Uh like look what I just did can I please have some water (laughs) can I have a fucking you know but it wasn't like that you know Uh uh So then you put your shorts back on, so you didn't... Yeah. Okay. So, so at what point... <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that... You didn't sit there naked, is I guess what I'm getting at. No, so... I'm just laughing at the whole situation. Oh, so, so, so were you sober by this time, or, or were you still out of it? Um, no, I was sober the entire time. That was a fucked up thing. They had me do the breathalyzer test on the road, you know? Mm-hmm. And I did it, and I, I blew a point zero three, which it which which is equivalent of one and a half drinks. Mm-hmm. 
So I wasn't publicly intoxicated. I didn't get charged with public intoxication, blah, 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 blah. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't drunk. I was just, but it, this goes back in the history, but I can't, I have an allergy to al- alcohol at this right. point. And due to my past experiences, I can't drink one drop of alcohol without having a negative uh, consequence in my life. Right. Whether it be sickness for days or whether it be jail for one, you know. Right, and this just kind of reinforces that. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So, okay, so let's get back to your story and then we'll talk about your consequences. So, so, um, so, so you're in this holding cell for like 20 hours. At what point do they pull you out and put you into a regular cell? Um, exactly 20 hours. They put me into a regular cell with two Mexicans. Okay. Um, and a phone. Okay. And did you call any? You, and so you were allowed to make calls from your cell? Yeah. Okay. But only collect calls, right? Correct. Okay. So, um, so you still didn't know because by this time, Let's see, you got arrested on Friday. So by this time, it's probably early Saturday morning. So you didn't know if you were in for the weekend right. or or if you were just there for 24 hours or whatever. So you had no idea when they were going to let you out. Or, I mean, it was a probation violation. Mm-hmm. So they, they could hold me till I go to court. Oh, my, my next court date's in next month. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what was going on. So, um, so then... Did you sleep at all? Um, I laid there and closed my eyes. No, I didn't really sleep. I just kind of zoned out. So the whole time you're you're in there for this amount of time, what were you thinking? Like, what were you? What was going through your head? And mm. What? What? I mean, because to me that would be a nightmare. First off, to, to the not knowing how long you're going to be there, if you're going to be in there all weekend or 24 hours or whatever. But then second of all, you know, what, what's going to happen to you? Like, how are you going to get out of this mess? Mm. And what got you into this mess? Like, what are you sitting there thinking about when you're sitting in that cell? It's everything. Yeah. You know, I don't even want to go into it, but just like the worst case scenario about everything, the, just how stupid it was Mm -hmm. that like the fact that, you know, yeah, my dad had a heart attack, and I used that as an excuse to fucking drink, and I fucking decided to go to alcohol class the next day. And what was I thinking? Apparently not a lot, you know? And, and at this point, you probably didn't even know your dad's status, right? No, I had no idea what my dad said. Okay, so, 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 and and they apparently weren't sympathetic towards that. Because... No, they didn't give a fuck about shit. Yeah. So so then what? Okay, so so you're sitting in there, you're contemplating all this stuff. What right. what um what happened? Then they call me to court. Mhm. Which was, you know, right right down the hall. Mhm. And uh they could get me in there and they say uh, you're being charged with a what was the exact charge? Um not violating a court order, but basically um. Yeah, violating court order. Right. Um. That carries a total sentence of six months maximum, or zero days. 
Hmm. And I kind of dropped out. I was like, what? And then I was just like, okay. And he was like, uh, he he was like, uh, basically, you're not allowed to drink alcohol. And you were found under the influence of alcohol on the street. And uh, that's why you're being charged with this crime. Sort of thing you'd like to say. And right. I said, yeah. He said, what's that? I said, uh, every time I've been charged, all these shit, last two fucking uh, DUIs, all these public intoxications I got, <laughs> every time they gave me an OR bond. OR means own more cognizance. Mm-hmm. They let you go. Right. <laughs> that's all I wanted to get out, you know? Right. Like, at that point, I was like, I don't care if I do six months in fucking Ten City again, you know, as long as I get out today, you know? Right, right. So I was just like, I've been charged with all these crimes. All of them have to do with drinking and driving or drinking and something. Every time I've gotten an OR bond, every time I've gotten an OR, which means owner cognizance bond where I don't have to pay anything, I'm going to go your honor and plead guilty because I've done what you're accusing what I'm being accused of I have every intention of pleading guilty I would just beg the court to give me an own, uh, my own recognizance bond and he said okay blam and he hit his little mallet or whatever and he said he ordered me so he let me go with no bond and and what does that mean though that you have to go back again? Yeah, it basically means I don't have to put up a bond. I don't have to put a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. It means I get to go back in the cell with the other two Mexicans who are on you know three or four thousand dollar bonds for shit, uh-huh. and get shit from them because they're all pissed off at me. Like what the fuck, me? Why I gotta be fucking white to get fucking bond in this motherfucking statement? <laughs> fucking. Fucking, fucking, this is Easter, man. Easter, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, motherfucker, man. I was locked up for fucking Halloween to fucking Christmas to fucking Thanksgiving. You know? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I don't know. And now, so, so from that, from then the guy hits the gavel. Yeah. And then you're on, on an or bond. You can just leave the courtroom, right? No. At that point. No. No. From no. that. Uh, from that point, I was taking back to the cell with the two Mexicans, and then uh, it's like an hour, hour and a half wait for them to do all their paperwork and shit to release mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So then they just open up the door and say, "Okay, you're good to go." They open up the door, they give me back my property, and then they open up the door to the outside where it's raining and fucking freezing cold and I was worried because the day before I mean I lived in Arizona the day before it was like almost 80 degrees nice right, right. And then it was like 65 degrees and let me out and I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt you know wow and uh they're just like peace and uh yeah they just let me go huh so wow so it sounds like a fun weekend. So what? So yeah. So in hindsight, okay, what do you think that this will curb you in the future from from falling off the wagon? I mean, no. I mean, I think it's 
it's done some more to reinforce the fact that I can't drink alcohol. Right. Um, what I mean by that is, like, not that I can't drink alcohol and be social. What I'm saying is, this is a thing I've never really went into, but after my first wreck, I fucked up my pancreas, you know, mm-hmm. in the wreck. And my liver is fine, but my sums fucked up with my system where I could take two drinks of alcohol, two shots, two two beers, and I'm out of it. I'm blacked out for for hours. Wow. Yeah. So did it reinforce that? Yes. Am I gonna sit here and say, Yes, I learned my lesson? I could, but I'm not gonna lie to you, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, the truth is just reinforce the fact that I can't drink. I right. cannot drink alcohol and fucking get away with it, period. I can't walk. I, I understand drinking and driving. I can't walk and drive. I can't. I mean, I'm sorry. I can't walk and drink. I can't do anything without getting busted, you know? Right. Yeah, it seems like whatever you do, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, so far it has. And And it's... It's probably going to continue to do that if you if you continue you know or if you if you decide to to take a chance and drink again in the future well, of course I mean if not getting in trouble with the law, if I were to just like tonight get some alcohol and drink, mm-hmm. I'll be sick for two or three days, yeah, like I did something to my body with the accident and alcohol where I can't drink anymore. Like, when I'm drinking, I'm fine. Right. As soon as I'm done, I'm fucked, you know? And I'm sick for two or three days. So, to answer your question, no. So, how is your father? Um, My dad's doing a lot better. Oh, that's good. So, he's okay. So, it, Um, it, it all didn't turn out bad then. I'm not saying he's okay. I'll talk to you about that when we get off. Okay. So, um, well, I've I've actually one more interesting thing I should mention about me, and then we can we can close the show because we're going to do a short show tonight, anyways. I've yeah. been I've received probably in the past two days about fifty collect phone calls from Charles Manson. <laughs> Zero for me, by the way. Huh. Zero from when yeah. I was in jail. Did I call you? No, you didn't. If I knew your number, I would have. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know my own fucking number. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's been Manson has been trying to get in touch with me. I'd like to actually do an interview with him for the show, but I have to get him to agree to it before I'll accept any crazy collect phone calls. So, um, yeah. So we'll see what he wants. Do it. Yeah. No, I want to. I totally want to. I'll pay for that shit. You'll pay for How much is it to to accept a call from Prison Collect? Like two bucks an hour max. Two bucks a minute? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's way too expensive. Oh. So if I did like a 30 minute interview, I'd be paying at least 100 or, you know, at least like 60, 60 bucks. Well, I think there's like a cap, and he's not going to do one with you. I mean, to be honest with you, he's not going to do one. I don't know. I think he might. Then do it. 
fucking all, all PayPal you the fucking 60 bucks. <laughs> Fuck, it's Charles fucking Manson, you know? <laughs> well, I'm, actually, if he calls, I, I told myself if he calls back today, I'll accept it, but he hasn't, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see you what start, happens. You start accepting calls from dudes in prison and... See, that's what, I didn't want to get into that. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't, I didn't want to get into where I'm the person he calls, because I don't... I don't necessarily want to have casual conversation with these people. There's really no reason for me to, other than to do do an interview with for my site or for the show. You know, by by these people, am I included? Or are you talking about Charles Manson? No, I'm talking about Charles Manson and Richard Ramirez. Richard, Richard Ramirez. You know, people like that. Mm-hmm. People whom I I who are legendary, um, either notorious serial killers or cult leaders or whatever. You know. So if I was more legendary, do you, like, given what I've already got going, do you think we could even? Never mind. All right, let's change the subject. Uh huh. <laughs> Anyways, um, hey, so let me do some plugs here. Um, we're now on. LimeWire for a podcast. It's called LimeCast. Um, we're also on iTunes and Zencast. Vote for us on Podcast Alley. Um, check out the website zzzlist.com. Email your feedback to editor at zzzlist.com. On MySpace, zzzlist. Also on MySpace, AutoTK. Also on the blog, zzzlist.wordpress.com. Do you believe I would take such a dick with me and give it to a policeman? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. And if I did that, would you say, sir, or come down and put the charge on me? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm not a fool to hurt myself, but I was innocent to what they've done to me. To me, four times. All fifty-four, forty-six. What's my number? Where's my number now? Right now, somebody else has that number. One more time, fifty-four, forty-seven. What's my number? Where's my number now? Right now, somebody else has that number. Say boom, say won't go with him up. Yes, say boom, say won't give him any money. Say boo, say me want to take off a dress, huh? Say boo, say I'm kissing, I'm caress. Cause we're chilling and we're chilling in the club all night. We're chilling and we're chilling in the club all night. In the dark, in the deep, in the dark.
na 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 